The sounds you can hear in the background are the waves crashing on the beach at La Villa Giosa, I think I've said that correctly, which is a couple of stops along from Benidorm, which is where we're staying at the moment. This is season two of the podcast and this is a season finale because I felt that I ought to let you know after hearing my study go emptier and emptier over the weeks, I thought I ought to let you know that we actually got here in the end. So we did get here in the end, as you can hear from the sea. And I'm so pleased that we came. It did feel a little bit mad at the time with all the tier ones, twos and threes that we're getting in the UK and everything getting clamped down and crazier by the moment. But I'm really, really pleased that we came out here and we both feel instantly at home. So in terms of the journey, the most bizarre travel experience, we traveled down from Carlisle to Manchester Airport. Manchester Airport was just, a ghost town when we arrived. I've never seen anything like it. And we were staying, I wanted to have as little contact with people and as little tr- transport as possible. And normally when we stay on Manchester Airport, we've gone to one of the cheaper premier inns, which you jump in a taxi to get to. Whereas this time in Manchester Airport, we just stayed in the hotel right at the center of the airport, just to save all that contact and transfer time. I just wanted to do it with as little touch points, as few touch points as possible. So the hotel again was completely empty. They they upgraded us into the executive rooms, presumably because they were just trying to, well, there was a bar at the top for the executive rooms and the staff were just hanging around really waiting for customers. It was that sort of scenario. Never seen the airport like that, completely empty. I mean, we had a whole walkway to ourselves and it was completely empty except for us at one time. We had an early flight to Spain. The plane was probably about a third full. Um, One of my kids, has, he's very tall, has long legs, and I always, well, since we, when we travel together, I always book extra leg room, and I've got into the habit of extra leg room because I actually quite like the space. So we booked extra extra leg room seats, and normally on a flight, it's very often on a regular flight, you find that you don't have anybody next to you or around you because the seats cost slightly extra. And so this time, again, because we were in extra leg room with the flight about a third full we had nobody uh, around us so the flight felt really safe we'd done some cranky things obviously we got our masks you had to wear the masks to get on the flight and we'd bought hand wipes and uh, sort of sterile wipes for the plane I'd read an article about a guy who traveled a lot of business during COVID and followed a lot of his tips for how he'd not got COVID while he was traveling so we followed a lot of those tips and when we got to Spain we had to go into a, a transfer bus, which is really the best way to get from Alicante Airport to Benidorm. But again, it's all air conditioned and, and airy, and it, it was not full because the tourism levels are completely down at the moment in this part of the world. So the first part of the stay was about nine days in Benidorm. We're in a high rise, we've just got an apartment in Benidorm. And again, it's so quiet there. The apartments are largely empty. Some people live there all the time, but most of them I think are holiday lets. Originally we were going to stay in those apartments for, for all of the time, but when COVID came along I just decided that we were probably safer in a in a domestic rental rather than a, a holiday let just in case they clamped us down and we weren't allowed to stay there. So we've been there for nine days and uh, I stayed across the road last year with one of the kids uh, just for a week at winter and I just feel instantly at home in Benidorm in that I know it really well now. I really love it at this time of year. I should think it's bedlam in the summer. I'm not so interested in the summer, but I love it at this time of year. It's just a sea of grey hair and 
me and my wife really whose hair hasn't quite gone grey yet uh, but it's so quiet and um, the other interesting thing about it at the moment is that you, you barely hear an English voice there's a lot of uh, Spanish voices mainly Spanish voices that you're hearing at the moment and often it's English voices that you hear when you're here so again we've, we've settled right down with the apartment every day since I've been here I've been up at 8 to get a run along the seafront which I absolutely adore doing it's just cool enough at that time it's just got light in Spain at 8 o'clock in the morning and it's a really safe time to run because by the time I finish my run just feel it getting hot and the sun kind of coming up at the moment also the beaches are closed uh, between nine at night and nine in the morning so you, you know you're not out on the beach anyway so it's a lot quieter at that time it's a good time to go for a run a lot of people are running up and down at that time so in terms of kind of covid security the spanish are really really observing it very well the rules here are that you're supposed to have a mask on wherever you are i'm actually on the beach at the moment i don't have to have a mask on on the beach which is why i've come down to record this um, but when we get back up on the walkway i'll put my mask back on and the adherence to the face mask is absolutely excellent here if you in, in the uk if i if you asked me to bet on if i was walking behind somebody you asked me to bet on whether they were wearing a mask i reckon it would probably be about one in four here I would bet every time that someone's wearing a mask because even if they popped it down because they're not near anybody they're always wearing a mask I haven't seen anybody since we've been here who hasn't had a mask on even though it might not be raised to full mask all the time that the adherence to the mask wearing is absolutely excellent the other thing we've done here because it's so warm I mean just to give you an idea we're at the middle of October as I'm recording this and I'm sitting on a pallet at the side of the beach I'm in shorts and a t-shirt, I've got a sun hat on and I've got my sunglasses. It's really hot, it's 30 something here. Uh, we're just, we, usually the pharmacies tell you what the heat is, but it's about 30 something here. Absolutely, absolutely beautiful. There are people sunbathing on the beach at the moment, even though it's a lot quieter than it might usually be. Uh, La Villa Giosa is a fantastic place to visit. It's got old city walls and fortifications. And what's distinctive about this place is the beautiful colouring on the older properties and by law they have to keep those colours they can't whitewash it or anything like that they have to keep the distinctive colours so it's really quite a, an arresting place to visit so writing wise I've been writing uh, I said to you in my last episode of the season that I thought I might get some extra writing done because I had a feeling that it was just going to be me, my wife, a table, two chairs and a bed and I actually got to that stage at the end we cleared the house really fast uh, we had to obviously clean through, you know, leave it in a fit state <laughs> for the next residents that we're going to have in there. So, um, yeah, the house was emptied and cleaned. Really pleased that I chose. I decided not to go for inside storage. We've got uh, a half-size container, you know, the shipping containers. And they're raised off the ground and they have special floors to keep them safe, secure, dry. And I went for that option and what I loved about that was you could just roll up with a car full and just stick it in the container and then do another load and it was really fast for transferring. So um, we had to get a guy in to do the heavy stuff as well. But all our stuff, all our belongings now have been sorted through and they're all piled up in a container in Carlisle and I've carried the key with me. So I got some writing done anyway, that's what I was telling you. I did get some writing done before I left, so that put me ahead for Spain. Had a couple of days off while we were in transit. Then I've been writing basically a chapter a day, this, um, 
usually in the morning I'm usually running, shower, get my writing done and then we go off for an adventure. That's pretty well how we've been running it. So the writing hasn't really interfered with anything. I'm also reading for the last time the book that I'm releasing on the 2nd of November which is Trust Me Once and I'm going to finish that tomorrow and then on Saturday as I record this we are heading down the coast to Torrevieja where we will have our next uh, five-month rental. This is the villa that we've rented and we need somewhere bigger because obviously the kids are going to come and join us. The kids will join us for um, they're going to come out here for Christmas and they'll come out here for Easter as well so I need a, a place that's big enough for everybody for those holidays and then while we're in Torrevieja, we've got all our appointments made to sort out the paperwork. So we're going to have to see how that all works out, see if we can get our paperwork. I have to say, it's just um, so much more civilised here with the mask wearing, with the, the rules are very, very simple here. The beaches are all divided up into squares, um, not here at La, uh, La Villa Giosa because there's plenty of beach and not many people, but on Benidorm, the beach Again, not that they need it at the moment, it's so quiet. The beach is all divided up into squares. So you either go onto the municipal areas, which is where they've got the sunshade and the lounges, and they've been already nicely distanced, and we've done that once already. Or if you bring in your own towel and your own seat, you go into one of the squared off areas. And when you looked at the mess that there was at the UK beaches over the summer, then you just look at how effortlessly organised it is out here and how beautifully it works. Now you wonder why we can't do that sort of thing in the UK. It just seems so simple and effortless here. The other thing that we've done out here is we've been at, we've had drinks um, outside and we've eaten outside as well a couple of times simply because it just feels so safe we're going to places where we're happy with the distancing and we're happy with the number of people there and you can take your mask off when you're eating and we're just sitting outside in the sunshine having a drink or having some food and feel i feel completely safe completely at ease with that where i hadn't seen anywhere in the uk uh, bearing in mind you know the weather was getting colder as we left i just hadn't seen anywhere where i would have felt comfortable to do that there are many, many places out here where I feel comfortable to do that. And actually, after I've recorded this, we're going to just walk up the beach here and find somewhere where we can sit and have a nice drink. Uh, it's somewhere in the shade, but where we can overlook the beach. So the, this is a writing podcast, but I did just really want to update you on the, the personal side of things, just to let you know that we'd made it. You know, it was a bit of a cliffhanger, really. Um, and so I thought I'd put everybody out of their misery and just let you know that we did make it here. You know, I have to say that we're instantly at ease here the writing is getting done and I'm just thinking wow I I really can't imagine coming back part of that obviously is all about the paperwork we've got to get all the paperwork done it's very uh, everything's over administrative here in Spain so you know we've got the appointments booked I've got the Spanish bank account I brought all the documents out that we need we'll just have to see how we go on with that and we'll find that out around Christmas time I'm at the bank on Monday to just confirm my identity for Spanish banking we've got an appointment I think it's at the end of November for what's called the Padron, which puts us on the municipal register. And then when we get the Padron sorted, we go for our TA appointment, which is what allows us to, or what will or won't allow us to stay in the country um, for more than three months after Christmas. So that's really the kind of crucial bit that my wife and I are minded to stay here. It just feels like a really good thing to do at the moment, to, to stay out here to be out as much as we possibly can that's a lot healthier I, it's a lot easier for me to run out here of course along up and down the beaches and of course I'm getting the writing done I will get these books written I've just got I think I finished writing Down by Blood the third book of, of my fiction this year that will get finished next Saturday 
then it's all about editing over Christmas and it gets easier when I edit because you could pick up a put down editing a lot easier it takes me a lot less time because I do it at three chapters a day so that will be great I think it'll be easier to, to write and edit when we get to Torrevieja which is less of a resort more of just a normal regular living arrangement but we'll, we'll see when we get there and then I'm going to start writing again in February once the kids have been for Christmas and I think I suspect that what's happening with the UK universities the kids may want to hang around a little bit longer maybe even stay with us till March and just do their online work in Spain I, I can't blame them if they want to do that they're certainly welcome to do that the, the house will be big enough at that stage to house everybody so that's really what we factored into our planning I know that my wife and I were talking and saying that what we're really minded to do and of course this does all depend on the TA and whether we get the paperwork to allow us to do this but we are minded to stay for summer and winter next year at the very least so a year and a half and really just feel you know see what it's like to live here for a winter which you know I can already tell you is fantastic but what will it be like in a summer when it's busy when it's packed with holiday makers again hopefully next year hopefully Covid will have subsided or we'll have a vaccine by then but the winters are certainly great, you know, it's whether we want to stay out here for the summer, is it too hot, is it, is it unbearable during the summer, we need to find all this stuff out. So we are minded at the moment, if we're allowed to, with paperwork, to stay for the next 18 months and I'll just write my books out here and just carry on as we are. We've got the perfect portable business. I would have to register my business for tax out here, we have to pay tax out here if we do that. And I'm going to start investigating that as soon as we get to Torrevieja to see what the tax situation is and how that works with me having a pension coming in and uh, the money that comes in from the business as well being self-employed but we've got all that to figure out and we'll see how we feel about that so just wanted to let you know that we're here um, I don't have any plans to continue the podcast uh, at the moment uh, it's too much going on you know too much that's changing so I did just really want to conclude this and let you know that we made it we're not locked up somewhere <laughs> you know it's some border patrol area we did make it we're having a great time out here. The writing's continuing. All the deadlines will get hit. The books will get released on the 2nd of November, the 28th of... Is it the 28th? No, the 30th of November, the 28th of December. They'll all hit their targets. I'm, st I'm advertising, I should tell you that. I'm advertising on Amazon at the moment. So I'm, I'm advertising all my box sets at the moment, not in KDB Select, but at 99p. They're being advertised. They have been advertised all this month are via uh, .co.uk and .com. And this morning I see that we've now got access to advertising in Canada and Australia. So I've now listed all my box sets on Amazon for advertising in Australia and Canada. I just did that instantly because they're English-speaking countries. I've had no luck in Germany, so I've parked that for now. Um, the other thing I've got to tell you before I sign out is that one of the last things I told you before we went away was that I'd put in for a book bub for Don't Tell Meg and I got rejected within 24 hours. Now, I must have been having a brainstorm. Don't ask me what happened. I think I might have been looking at an old email because a couple of days later I get an email from BookBub telling me I've got a BookBub for Don't Tell Meg. So I have a BookBub for Don't Tell Meg this coming Monday on the 26th of October. So I don't know what I was thinking. I think I got the old rejection. I think that somehow I got mixed up with my emails, was looking at the old rejection. That's obviously why I felt it had come in 24 hours and was so surprised at that. So anyhow, we are going to do a book bub on Don't Tell Meg. That will run on the 26th of October. I'm then going to wait, I'm just advertising in Amazon until the 10th of November. That'll give that book bub time to go through its really, really busy stage. Then all the thrillers are going into KDB Select and I'm, I'm, I'll be advertising on um, those four Amazon channels, Canada, US, Australia and UK. 
and I will be ramping up my advertising on Facebook to try and replicate part of what we had before. So both of my thrillers got into uh, uh, into BookBub, they both got a BookBub, which is what I said I wanted to do. The Left 4 Dead trilogy has, and Don't Tell Meg has, and I can't put them back in for another six months, so I'm going back into KDP Select with the thrillers and everything else for the next six months to see what I can do on Facebook and with paid advertising. So that brings you right up to date. I start writing again in February. No plans at the moment to pick up a season three of this podcast because there's so much you know, going on and so much uncertain. I don't really know where I'm going to be uh, for the next couple of months. Well, I, I do know where I'm going to be for the next couple of months, but I just got to make sure the paperwork's sorted and the tax and everything like that. So um, there you are. You are bang up to date. <laughs> We're not locked up somewhere. <laughs> we are in Spain, where we're supposed to be, moving down the coast on Saturday. And I just intend to keep on writing, keep on advertising, which is basically all we should be doing as independent authors. Write them, publish them, and advertise them, sell them, and hopefully make some money from it. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing in your self-publishing career, I hope it's going well for you. I hope you'll do more of those things that work. And uh, I wish you all the best, and perhaps we'll speak soon in 2021. From me, Paul Teague, of the beach at La Villa Diosa. Bye-bye for now. Hasta luego.